In the summer, particular, so I'm a summer girl. Um, I like fall. Fall has lots of great qualities, but I am a summer girl. So put me near a piece of water on a dock with a book, yep. and I'm happy. You're listening to the Thousand Islands Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Brooke Nichols, and I'm excited to have you here with us today. When I came to the Thousand Islands, I was floored by the close-knit and caring community. I wanted to find out what it is that makes the people here so special. I created this podcast dedicated to finding out the answer. I am here today with Joanne Sistma. Hey, Joanne. Good afternoon. And how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Loving this summer weather. Yeah, it's awfully hot, but I wouldn't trade it for winter, that's for sure. Now, I have, uh, I've managed to procure a guest that I didn't have to uh, strong arm using our friendship. She actually very kindly agreed, even though we did not personally know each other. Joanne, would you mind to share how our listeners might know you? I would expect that most people in Brockville in the area would know me from my work at the food bank. That's probably where I'm most visible in the community. Mm-hmm. I've been volunteering there for over a decade in various roles. Wow. Most recently, I was manager and board co-chair. Now, I'm still volunteering, but I've stepped back a little bit from that. So that's that's my claim to fame, if you'd like to, to call it that. Wow, that sounds like a lot of responsibility co-chair was a lot of responsibility it is a a lot of responsibility it's uh, it's an amazing organization and they do tremendous work so it's something that I've been passionate about for a long long time and and uh, it's really near and dear to my heart yeah absolutely and have you had to uh, shift a lot during COVID and able to in in providing that type of service to the city oh absolutely you know COVID changed everything for everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, from how we were able to provide food for our families to sourcing food to, um, you know, finding adequate uh, PPE to protect people. Oh, yeah. So it was was a a really, really taxing time. It still is, but, you know, we've we've come to terms with it, so we're better able to to meet the needs of folks more safely and and more easily. But there were um, a number of really great volunteers at the food bank who just worked night and day to make things happen, and and, – they're the real heroes of that story because they were there every day doing tremendous things, making sure that food got to people. And I'm really proud to say that not once during the pandemic did we have to close our doors or say, no, we can't help you today. Wow. So that's 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 an amazing accomplishment in, in my world. Absolutely. During COVID, for sure, at any time. But during COVID, it was so hard. Did you find, you said PPE, did you find that that was one of your big needed items was masks and gloves it was at first yeah for sure you know because they were suddenly needed scarce everywhere um hand sanitizer although because brockville is a tremendous community you know folks like can arm stepped up they had masks and and they supplied us with some masks that kept us going for a while king's lock brewery in prescott provided us with hand sanitizer at the very beginning so that was was terrific shortly into it three or four months in you know we did manage to find a a supplier that was able to sell sell us you know a pallet load of of products so that really really helped but in those early days it was all you know community support and community donations that provided us with what we needed Kept everything going Mm -hmm. for sure now i i'd imagine probably you left off a lot of accomplishments you seem very humble but is there something recent that perhaps we could uh, add to uh, the, the way listeners might know you? Um, I, 
probably if you're from north of Brockville or in the Athens area, my husband and I opened up a little grocery store a couple of years ago. That was our retirement project. So oh. I spend a great deal of time on the floor in the store in Athens. So um, I've met a lot of people I knew when I was a kid because I was born and raised here and went to school in Athens. And I've made a ton of new friends just from, you know, cottagers from Charleston Lake and, and folks that have moved to the community. So it's been a really, really fun experience. Also a lot of work. Um, but it's in the food realm, so it's what I seem to be Logical, able to do best. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. branching out in a way that makes sense. And everyone's happy to come to the store, so that's great. I think I'd be a terrible lawyer because my leading questions are the worst, but perhaps an award that we might mention. Oh. <laughs> Yes, I, I did. I was nominated and received the Citizen of a Year Award this year. Yes, we are listening which, to the very humble uh, 2021 recipient of Citizen of the Year, everybody. I keep looking over my shoulder to see who they're talking to. Um, it, it really is. It's, it's, it's an absolute thrill, and I am totally honored. But I'm also aware that there are hundreds and hundreds of people who are doing exactly the same thing that I do every day that aren't getting recognition Mm -hmm. that should. So I don't feel in any way that I've earned this. It's it's an honor that's been bestowed, and I'm grateful and, yes, humble. Um, But I'm not going to say I earned it or I deserve it because that's absolutely not true. I love that. To me, that's the sign of a wonderful leader. And hopefully you, who is someone who, you know, works quietly in the background of things, being recognized for your work is going to be the start of many people being recognized that maybe haven't in the past. At least that's what I'm hoping. I would hope so as well. So how did you end up living here in the Thousand Islands? I was born and raised here, so I was just very lucky. Homegrown? And did you ever leave? Oh, for a while, when I was first married in the early 70s, we lived in Ottawa for a very short time. Okay. I am not a city girl. And then we were Chesterville, kind of Cornwall area for a few years because my husband worked in that area. But we moved back home in the early 80s and... Been here ever since? Have been here ever since. Yeah. Have, have no desire to go anywhere else. And what is it that you love about living here? Um, well, the community is terrific. The, yeah. Brockville really is, you know, it's a small town, so it, you're never set more than seven minutes away from anywhere, which yep. is what I love if you're trying to get someplace in town. It's a closely knit community, and they care about uh, each other. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many not-for-profits and charities that are going on and, and things that are happening and community events you know, mostly prior to COVID, but they will come back. Yes. That I I really, really love. There's great community spirit. Um, It's a safe community. Mm -hmm. I don't worry about walking to my car in the dark at night. Yep. Either down at the food bank if I'm working an evening or in Athens at the store when I go back to go home at night. That's huge for me as well. It's, you know, and I, I realize that we're not without our problems, but by and large, it's just a really tight knit warm caring community yeah and that's the perfect segue into my next question which is what does community mean to you well community is the reason that the food bank exists absolutely you know community is the reason that girls inc is able to provide programming for girls in in leeds and grenville i was a board member for for many many years there i termed out a few years ago but i still have one granddaughter who's in that age group so she goes to girls inc programs you know so many of these organizations um, are not receiving government funding. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're relying on community support and community involvement. And 
So that really, that's what Brockville means to me. And whether you're volunteering at the Y or wherever you are, those, you know, I mentioned the two charities that I've been working with for the longest. Mm-hmm. But it's there wherever you turn. There's always somebody to lend a hand. You know, I think of the Rotary Group who are just, they're in everything. They're oh, yeah. an amazing group of people. If you need help, Rotary's going to be there. The Kinsmen are there. The Lions are there. You know, it's just, it's a testament to the folks in this community that they take care of their own. Yeah, and, and not always with an outside incentive to do so, just purely because it's the right thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. You know, no one's No one's doing it for the glamour or the money. That's for sure. And I think that that makes our lives here in Brockville better. And I think that you doing what you do makes our lives better. And without those community services, it would be a lot more bleak and impersonal here. Absolutely. You know, um, because there are just so many things that people need that aren't going to be provided through public services or, you know, organizations. So especially in small towns. Mm -hmm. So when citizens step up and coach Little League and, you know, just just are there supporting kids in their community or folks with disabilities. It just makes for a well-rounded society and a happier place for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Can you think of an example where community really came through for you or where it really shined through, helped you out in the jam, that type of thing? Well, as I said, the community has always supported the food bank and we've never done, you know, any fundraising or or things on our own we've always just relied on the on the community to support us and rotary to do the fall food drive but i would say through the pandemic you know there are no words to describe how grateful we are for the amount of funding that we received from donors who had you know supported us for many years and first-time donors local businesses stepped up as i said you know we were provided with ppe and things that we needed yeah there was just no end to the support to keep the food bank going and help provide for those, you know, who were hardest hit by the the pandemic. And I think that's going to stick with me for a long time because it would have been easier to just close the doors and say, you know, we don't have the resources. We don't have the volunteers. We we just, we we can't do it. Yeah. But the community was there and the volunteers were there. They rallied. And it happened. Yeah. So... Wow, I wonder if looking back, a lot of people are going to um, have the same outlook that you have. You know, they look back and they say COVID was the time, even though it was awful for everybody, that community shone through because there were some groups that just suddenly went above and beyond because they had to to help people. Absolutely. It just it, it just goes to show that even during tough times or perhaps especially during mm-hmm. tough times that our, our local volunteers in particular and service groups step up you know they don't step back and away yeah they they're out there doing what they need to do to make sure that folks are taken care of yes absolutely you might say it 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 brings out the best and the worst in people right in really really tough times this is true i prefer to focus on the best absolutely i'm with you now when you're not volunteering or retirement working or taking on (laughs) one of your many projects what's your favorite activity to do in the area oh in the summer it's Anytime. just it's well in in the summer particularly so I'm a summer girl. Mm. Um, I like fall. Fall has lots of great qualities, but I am a summer girl. So put me near a piece of water on a yep. dock with a book. Yep. And I'm happy. I too am a reader. Yes. Although this humidity, it's hard to enjoy the summer when it's this humid. Um 
We only have what five, six days of this a year. I will take it. You're every a summer time. lover. Okay. I am a summer lover. I can take a fair bit of heat, not so much cold. Yeah, well, I, I get that, and I like that you're not even you're not even going to badmouth summer. You're like, no, 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 I don't complain because it doesn't last that long. Oh, I wouldn't dare. <laughs> My husband and I, like I for that. years fought over the air conditioning. Don't. I thought it was just you know. Just totally. Who who would pay to make the air cold when you're going to get it for ten months of the year? Tell me you have it now. I do, but I don't use it. I can't believe this. Nope. I'm moving on to my next question because <laughs> I can't even fathom it. Um, will you give me a standout memory that took place in the Thousand Islands, good, bad, or ugly? The type of thing that you might uh, share to show uh, what it's like living here. I think. So. Some of my fondest memories were from a few years ago. My husband and I had a boat, and we had had bought it when our kids were kind of in their teens. Some of our children were were older, um, and so we had grandkids, and I remember taking the boat out on the river with with the grandkids for like a Sunday afternoon and those were some of the best days Aww. ever just they learned how to wave you know and 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 they learned boat etiquette and we would picnic and you know this was before 9-11 so the the border was open you could cross and, easy back and forth yeah and um I I developed such an appreciation for the the St. Lawrence for the, for the water for the for the beauty of the area I bet that's a treasured memory for them as well I would hope so yeah. for sure you know things like boating underneath the Thousand Islands Bridge it, in the dark at night or, oh, wow. or taking the boat to the Thousand Islands Playhouse again in Gannon for a show yes those are really treasured memories we weren't haven't been able to do it for years but um I love it. They were they were they were awesome times. That does sound wonderful. And of course they were all summer. <laughs> I, of course. And I love the, the the imagery of the the bridge at night going under it with the boat. That sounds beautiful. Beautiful. Well, it's a typical Friday night. COVID, non-COVID, up to you. Where are you and what are you doing? On a typical Friday night, if I don't have to work, I'm at home. If it's winter, I'm curled <laughs> up beside the wood stove. If yep. it's summer, I'm sitting on the dock or on the deck with a book in my hand. Perfect. And and what genre do you like to read? Well, I, it varies. Um, I go from from pillar to post. Sometimes lately I've been reading thrillers. Just, okay. um, you know, I, I love a good nail butter, biter. I don't want to have to put it down. Yep. You know, I wake up in the morning thinking, okay, if I get up early, maybe I can get a couple more chapters in before I have to start my day. I'm a little so, bit like that too, although yeah. I'm, I've gone to audiobooks because I, I feel like I can multitask better with audiobooks. I don't think I could pay enough attention. I still love to have the yes. feel of a book in my hand. I have a Kobo and I read on my laptop as well, but... There's something about a comfortable chair and a book. I, that I you just can't you, yeah. beat it. I read uh, I read print books in the bath because I don't want to risk dropping <laughs> an electronic into the bath. <laughs> now, who has time to take a bath? Uh, me. I love baths. Actually, this is a, a serious thing for me that I've recently moved into my fixer upper, which has an unacceptable tub, and I occasionally go over to my girlfriend's places. Uh, that's just down the road because they have a big clawfoot tub, and lovely. Yeah, so I go there to lovely. take a bubble bath. Oh, I like that. So I'm about to hit you with some rapid fire questions. Okay. Um, so the idea is don't think, just answer. And if you must, uh, you can pass. But if you pass too many times, I'll mock you. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't like to be mocked. Okay, right, I'll, I'll do my best. Keep that on the DL. All right. Favorite restaurant? Luna. Okay. Favorite community event? I'm going to date myself, but Riverfest. Yep. Favorite park? You're not alone. Don't worry. Uh, not in Brockville, but Charleston Lake Provincial Park. Beautiful. Favorite local attraction? Brockville Waterfront. Yep. 
we've covered this favorite season and why anything you haven't mentioned oh summer because i love the heat and the long days and the early mornings wow well i agree yeah the sunlight that makes a huge difference cat person or dog person cat you're a cat person eh do you have you ever had a dog we've had dogs yeah all of our lives until just a few years ago the last one passed away and now mm-hmm. my son has a dog so I get to see dogs yeah but I'm a cat person yeah well a cat's more likely to curl up on your lap while you're reading a book right well they are and they're more independent you can go away for the afternoon and they're not going to punish you yes as long yeah. as you leave them well prepared you know they're fine oh my dog's met- miserable if I leave him you mess around with the dog and you're going to pay for it yeah yeah <laughs> And just with their sad faces, right? <laughs> Even that. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? If I could have one, I would love the power to heal broken hearts and sick people. I love that you've also specified broken hearts because I've heard the answer, but not so specifically. I love that you don't just want to heal sick people. You also want to heal sad people. I think that's really sweet. Um, Describe Brockville in one word. Community. Love it. If you could put one sentence on the Welcome to Brockville sign, what would it be? Welcome to Brockville, the city that cares about its people. Very nice. If you absolutely had to move to another city or town, where would you go? Kingston. Kingston, yep, nice and close by, very beautiful. Name a hidden or underrated gem in the area. I would say Rockport. Okay. I I would agree that it's underrated for sure. Especially this summer with all of the tours and the tourists. Yeah, it must be awfully quiet. Yeah, Yeah. and I was there a little while ago, and and it's just as pretty as it ever... And actually, in some ways, it's nicer because it's not crowded. But I'd forgotten how beautiful it is. Yeah, it is gorgeous over there. Can you finish this sentence? You know you're from Brockville when... You know what an aquatarium is. That's a good one. Yeah, I feel like not a lot of people from other areas would. Name another Thousand Island resident that you admire. The late Valerie Kynes. I don't think I know her. What is it about her that makes you admire her? Valerie was a stalwart citizen and community volunteer her entire life. She was responsible for starting Habitat for Humanity in the Thousand Islands. Wow. She ran in her senior years at the Second Cup coffee shop in the mall for a long, long time. Okay. She was a board member at Career Services. She was a dynamo just a tremendous woman and I happened to have a conversation with someone the other day and she came to mind and I'm just these days really missing Valerie she sounds like a force she wow. was we absolutely lucky to have her um north end or downtown downtown Prescott or Mallory town Mallory town have you ever been through the tunnel no <gasps> I'm ashamed well before it was the tunnel, I was through the tunnel, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> and you weren't supposed to back then, right? No. Ah, no. we've got a rebel here. Um, well, actually, this might be interesting. You haven't been through the tunnel, but you know about it. So mm-hmm. describe the tunnel as you would to someone who has never been through it. Well, from what I've heard and from my friends who have had the opportunity to go, and um, it's just something that you absolutely have to see in town. Apparently, the light show is fantastic, mm-hmm. and it's it's really well done. It's it's accessible. You know, yeah. it's um, yeah. yeah, it's it's not to be missed. And I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't been there yet. But I'm going to have to put it on my my list 
very, no, you're very a busy lady so we'll give you a pass on that one <laughs> okay. but yeah beautiful uh beautiful tunnel with a light show and it is super accessible that's a great feature about it um have you been to the aquatarium yes i have how many times oh several describe the aquatarium as you would to someone who had never been there it's a, a place that has something for everyone. I'm totally in awe of how they've made it kid-friendly. Yeah. I, can, I can understand why, you know, classes would take their kids there. There's so oh, yeah. much to see, but it's absolutely interesting as an adult. They've done an amazing job there. You know, there are things to see and do and touch. There's stuff to learn. It's fun. Uh, the, um, I've been to events there. It's, you know, their, their theater area with the, uh, with the aquarium is absolutely beautiful. Yes, it is gorgeous. It's, I it's, love the interactiveness of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's well, well done. Well, if people want to follow or get in touch with you, um, particularly if they want to ask you about the food bank or anything like that, uh, what's the best way to do it? You could call the food bank. Okay. Or uh, put a post on the on the Facebook page at, at the food bank, and I would be certainly happy to answer the questions. The food bank does have a great new operations manager who just started this year. Her name is Haley Jack, and I cannot say enough great things about her because she's going to take the food bank forward. Oh. Um, we've done a tremendous job over the years, but there is so much work to do, and Haley is the person that's going to move us forward. So I'm thrilled to be there to to support her but if you contact Haley and someone really wanted to talk to an old person she would she would get them in touch and you can always also check me out at the village store in Athens the village we store do, in Athens we do have a Facebook page and when I need to know something the person who manages it tells me that I need to get on it <laughs> fair enough so you have uh you have some gatekeepers it seems but well, if I, you have questions for Joanne there are ways that you can get this is it I'm not a great social media person this is a whole new venture for me, even this podcast. So Thank you again. Knowing <laughs> knowing what you're good at and what you're not good at really helps. So you just ask the experts to help you with things that... Stick to your strengths, right? This is it. And I would like to learn more, but my brain is pretty much full. <laughs> I totally understand. It's hard to remember a new name for me, so... Well, thank you so much for being on our show. I have really enjoyed speaking to you. Uh, just everyone, uh, Joanne and I really didn't speak much. I mean, I did give her some of the questions in advance, but uh, she was a joy to interview. So if anyone knows of anybody like Joanne who can get on a show when they've never been on a podcast before and have a wonderful interview, please send them my way. I am definitely looking for guests. Anyways, thanks again, Joanne. Um, you are appreciated and you make our town a better place. Well, thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Signing off. If you'd like to hear more, please give us a review, comment on our Facebook page, or visit the website at thousandislandislandspodcast.com and let us know your feedback, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. You can also email me directly at 1000islandspodcast at gmail.com. I'm absolutely taking suggestions for guests and content. And remember, community is about doing something together that makes belonging matter. Enjoy your day. 